Hey folks, this is uh, Jay from Jay Talk. And of course we have our well-respected Nick from the Nick Drop. I like that so much better. What's up, people? <laughs> How's it going, man? <laughs> I mean, you know, I am a wild animal and all that, but still. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have a good day? Yeah, man, it was a good day. Work, work went smooth. Um, they're doing a lot of restructuring at, at the plants and stuff like that. It's kind of interesting. People are, don't like change. So they're, you know, kind of uneasy. Don't know what's going to happen. That kind of deal. But no. other than that, it's good. No shakeup in your world though. No, huh. no. Things are going great. Boss is great. Coworkers are great. I mean, work's going pretty good. You're a horrible liar. Anyway, no, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's compare this over the last 25 years. We're doing pretty good. I know. I'm just messing with you. I am just messing. So <laughs> I'm horrible. I'm sorry. That was so sad. <laughs> anyway, I know. I can't pull, pull over your eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Been there, done that. So you know. Anyway. Well, so what about you, man? I'm uh, doing okay. Went and had uh, went and had lunch with Daddy today. Nice. You know, had to get uh, some work done on Jay's truck, so I uh, took it to my uh, my mechanic who's over in the woodlands. So I figured I'd swing in and have lunch with with Eddie and you know, kind of said some hello to some friends and had an interview this morning and have another one tomorrow morning. Nice. Yeah. So we'll just kind of see how it plays out. I hope it plays out well. I know, right? So it's three three jobs in less than three days that I've interviewed for. So, you know, you, you kind of hope somebody's going to like what they hear. And pretty decent jobs, not necessarily just something to collect a paycheck, right? Yeah, decent jobs. Yeah. You know, was it one's tier four desktop type position? So it's literally... They're calling it a position between the desktop support and the other and the and the rest of the silos. So right. when you got a ticket that desktop support can't resolve, right? It gets escalated to this team and they basically look at it and say, "Okay, you should have been able to take care of this and this is how." Or they're saying, "Okay, yeah, this needs to be escalated." And this is the team that needs to be escalated to. So it kind of, you know, whereas a lot of the, the junior desktop guys, tier one, tier two, they don't always escalate it to the right teams. Right. So, so this kind of tier four guy or team, they make sure it gets escalated to the right team because they understand all the different aspects of, you know, the departments, you know, considering that, I'm a good fit for that because I'm like a jack of all trades, master of none. I mean, I'm really great at desktop. And I mean, I was like customer experience, customer service. But, you know, for the last six years, I've been doing everything for customers, you know, everything from help desk to app support, you know, network server. So I have my hands in a lot of different pies. So it gives me a better understanding about, okay, well, this failure happened here. It probably needs to go to network. Oh well, this failure happened here. This is probably a server issue. You know, you know what I'm saying. It, it's yeah, understanding. You either know 
how to fix it, but may not have the rights or something like that, or it's not in your particular silo. Department. Yeah. Yes. Silo. Yeah. So yeah. So it'll be I interesting. When I was going through college, I worked for Gateway Support. Oh, nice. I was on tier one for about three weeks, and then they promoted me to tier two, and then it didn't take long, maybe two or three weeks after that, they promoted me to tier three. So when I'd go to work, I wouldn't turn the phones on and take regular calls. I would walk up to this wall, and they'd have files in them, and they'd have tier two and tier three different and I'd grab two or three of those, <coughs> and that's what I'd work on for the day. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That was yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see what these kind of, you know, what happens with these interviews. I, you know, one of them is about $8 more an hour than the job I just left. Wow. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a decent amount of money there. Now you start thinking about a year of $8 an hour, that's what, $15,000? $16,000. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. Take I, it. I know. So, but Let's you know. Let's hope that one pans out. Yeah, that'll be interesting. So, that's, uh, but yeah, so the interviews have been really interesting. So, but I saw, uh, by the way, folks, this is going to be the off-the-cuff episode. I don't know if any of you, we, we didn't say it at the beginning, but, you know. We just jumped right in, man. Yeah, we jumped right, jumped right in, exactly. <laughs> Um, I saw a really interesting TikTok earlier, and I showed I showed my son because I actually thought it was very interesting. And it was a lady talking about men need respect and women need love. And I was like, "Oh, okay, this is pretty interesting. I've never heard it put that way, but it made sense." So, so it was really interesting because she said, "You know." Men need respect, and this is, I'm quoting the, the girl who said this. She said, and women, their comment is, well, the guy needs to earn my respect. Right. Well, do you expect the guy in return to say, well, the woman needs to earn my love? Good question. Have we ever thought of it that way? No. I mean, but... I would have thought of it in the same thing. You know, I've kind of gotten into conversations with this over the dating years of 11. You know, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of definitions for respect or disrespect. Yes. And of course, there's a lot of definitions for cheating. You know, everybody has their rules of cheating. Yeah, cheating is a disrespect, period. Period. Whether it's just flirtatious, just a chit chat or text messaging behind the other person's back, that to me is cheating. Yeah. When you're giving away the attention that your significant other should only have, right. that's cheating. Right. But now if you're and texting a friend, that's you're being silly or whatever. So like Gemini's are natural flirts. We flirt with everyone. We, right. With our friends, it's just we're goofballs. I mean, that's just, that's just the Gemini, okay? So it's kind of hard when you say flirting. It's kind of hard for me as a Gemini to really associate with that. But I associate with flirting with intent behind your significant other or whatever. See, right. I can agree with that. We can define flirting as a different thing, too. But here, here, 
Here's a good question. Yes. If you're dating somebody, married, whatever, you have a significant other. Yeah. From male, is it okay for you to have single female friends go out to dinner, go out to lunch, hang out with, chit-chat, text? Text, yes. Go out to dinner without your significant other? No. Good. Okay, text, of course, they're friends. I I would text my friends. I would check in on them. It would be no different if they were female or male. Right. See, that's that's the big difference. If my when friend... When you make that distinction, it doesn't matter what sex they are, then it's it, it makes it more, for the other person, it makes them feel that there's more trust, there's more respect, there's more boundaries Yes. because of that. Yes, because, I mean, a good example, okay, Abigail, I consider a friend. Yes. And if I was dating someone, they have no reason to be jealous about Abigail. We do a podcast together. We would we text, me, you, and her text each other sometimes. Right. That is just what friends do. Do you know what I mean? And if yes. a, a girl... She will tell you, I have a guy friend. Okay. And so if she can have, if the girl can have guy friends, why can't you have girlfriends? Well, and I agree with that. But I think, I think the issue here is single guy friends or single girlfriends. Oh, no, they like, have them. I, I've dated a girl, a lady. Yeah. And her friend was single and looking for men. And they would go out, and they would go to places that they wouldn't say, hey, we're going here, we're going to have dinner, and we're just going to have girl time. No, no, no. Right. They would go to a completely different little town, you know, like I'm here in Baytown, right? They would take off and go to Atascacita to some place I've never heard of and not tell me that that's where they were going. No, see, that's, that, that's, that's different. Shady. That's that- Shady. Yes. Okay. So like, that. No, we're just hanging out. I'm like, no, you're not. She's like, well, you go out with your friends to Taco Tuesday and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, I have single guy friends and I'm dating somebody. I said, but when I do, you know where I'm going, you know who I'm with the entire time. I don't shady the fact that where I'm going, you could show up there at any time. And you wouldn't. You could stand in the corner and watch me, and you wouldn't be worried about nothing. See, that's where that's her loss of respect. Men yes. need respect. Yep. She didn't respect you enough to tell you the truth, and that yep. is what I consider. So there, there, you know, and it's sort of like you talk about flirtation. If you don't respect someone enough, and you don't respect how they feel, or with a woman, love them enough then you will flirt with other women because you don't feel it. And, you know, so it, no offense to women out there, but if your guy is flirting with five different girls, he doesn't love you. Yeah. He's just, he's just. He loves himself. He loves himself and he likes having the comfort of you that he can go back to anytime he wants to and knows he's got something. Narcissism. I know. I know. <laughs> But, I mean, all of that revolves into the respect category. Yes. And 
this particular person I was dating, I'm like, you need to treat people like they treat you. Yes. And she didn't understand that. And I tried to explain it to her. What? Yeah. And she was, you know, then, of course, I got the ghosted one <coughs> night and found out that, you know, one of her old boyfriends from another city came in for the weekend, and I didn't know any of that, you know, and whatever they did, whether they had an affair or whether they didn't, it was still lying about where you were, turning your phone off. That disrespect right there was more devastating to me than if they were having intimate, you know. Well, here's the whole thing. It didn't matter if they had sex or not. You had no reason to trust her because of what happened. Yep. And I think that is the key point, you know. And is losing that trust, you don't get it back. You'll it's never get it back. really, yeah, it's really hard to ever get back. I mean, you it's really hard. Hard every day yes. to gain, gain that back. And even if you did stay with them, the emotions aren't as heightened. The love is not all there. No, no, no. Because it's always that or doubt in the back that, of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. And then you always think, you know, if if they do say, hey, you know, I'll call you about six o'clock and it's 730, your mind's going crazy. Yeah. Where are you? What are you doing? You know, who are you with? Blah, 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 blah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. If, for, for those people <laughs> who have overactive brains and can't sleep at night. Oh, that's just like deadly. Uh, I know. Hello. Me too. Impact right here. Yeah. You know, because I would never do that. Yeah. You know, now, if I was in a relationship and there was communication, all that stuff, and I did hang out with a buddy of mine and he was single and he was chasing little girlies. Okay. But you know where I'm at. You know what I'm doing. And you know, I won't ever, ever do that because I want to have integrity in my life and I respect you enough to not want to do that. No, and I think for a woman, it's, it's, I love you. You know, the woman needs love. And if you truly loved her, you wouldn't do that to her. It's, yeah. you know, she shows you respect, you show her love. And if you really loved her, you wouldn't do that. That's exactly right. That's the whole reason I started dating somebody and I shunned all my single, crazy, narcissistic friends. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> I know, but, you know, it's... It's because if you and I were talking or say, hey, why don't we meet up for dinner, you know, tomorrow night or whatever. If you're dating somebody or I'm dating somebody, they're coming with us. Or we would tell tell them, hey, I'm going out with Nick. You know, this is what's going on. Yeah. And it's no big deal. Yeah. You know, we're not out chasing tail. We're not out doing any of that. We're we're talking business or, you know, just talking podcast, talking whatever. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I know. But once you uh -huh. have that establishment of a friend that you know is not going to be like that, that's not a narcissist, that shows the love to the significant other that, and they're more calm about it and they're comfortable about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. You know, but I will agree. There was a statement you made earlier, and, and I'll, I'll kind of bring it back up. If you. If I was dating someone, so good example, like when I was dating, you know, April or any of the previous women that I, you know, if Abigail had wanted to go grab dinner and talk podcast, I'd have been great. I'll invite Nick. If she'd have said, no, just me and you, 
I'd have been like, no, I don't think that's that's gonna be, you know. And I'm picking on Abigail. I don't. She wouldn't do that. I'm I'm picking on her a little bit here. So apologize, <laughs> Abigail. We love you. Love you, Abigail. We love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, you know, but that's kind of the point. Is as you were driving that home, it's it's about respect for the significant other. You know, I don't know that I could do. Even in a sales position, I find it awkward to go with the salesperson to a one-on-one meeting if they're of the other sex. Uh, Yep. You know, I mean, I know it's professional, but it's still a little uncomfortable. Yeah, but see, that's where things turn. If there's chemistry at the table. Yeah. And it can be. Yes. There's chemistry at the table. That's as soon as that that chemistry floods you or endorphins flood you, that's where it starts to go bad. Yeah. And that's where it always ends up, you know. I know. Even a sales pitch. Well, it it, it just happened. I didn't mean it. Yeah, so I know. It, you know? Yeah. You obviously didn't love the person if it just happened and you didn't mean it. Because if you did you would have at the point where there was something that you knew wasn't right, you'd have got up and left because you would have been like, okay, look, I got to leave because this can't happen. Yeah. And see, I can see you doing that without question. Really? Absolutely. If you met with like a recruiter right now. (laughs) I know. And you were seeing somebody and she was amazingly gorgeous and she was coming on to you and you started feeling uncomfortable I think you would do everything in your power to finish the lunch, meal, dinner, whatever. I doubt if you'd be going out to dinner, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You would, you would try to get out of there, or you would change your demeanor and force it to be a business demeanor instead of a comfortable. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, which is, you know, I do. I have to change my demeanor because I can be, you know, I, I can be silly or whatever. Most people don't see that side of me because, no offense, you don't need to be seeing that side of me anyway. <laughs> so, but seeing it's really funny. You bring up Abigail again. The three of us are text messaging silly stuff all day long, right? Yeah. But none of it at any time would I or you, if we were dating somebody, be afraid to go, here's my phone. Look at these funny, silly text messages. Yes. And actually kind of brag about it because. It's not flirtatious. It's not sexual. It's not anything like that. It's three friends cutting up and giving giving each other shit. Right. And it's something that the significant other should look at and go, oh, my God, you should have said this to him or her, you know. Exactly. And chop right in. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. yeah. The three of us, when we start cutting up, I could show that stuff to my mother. You know, not have to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 exactly. It's funny stuff. Of course, my mother will crack up at all that. You know, she's yeah. silly, too. Mine won't, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> most of it. Which one's good or bad. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of it she would find funny, but there, you know, my mom's a little more, she's way more conservative than I am. Yeah. And that's and saying a lot. Conservative. <laughs> <laughs> that's saying a lot. Let's just be honest here. <laughs> and conservative is maybe not the nice word. I mean, she just is, you know, my mom's just very old school Christian and she just, she, she's very and proud firm. Of that. Yeah. Very firm in her beliefs. Absolutely. And she will, yes. 
Yeah. So yeah, I have no, I have nothing but respect and love for my mother. So I'm not saying anything negative at all, folks. I, I love the way my mom is. She brought us up and she did a, a phenomenal job. She taught us how to show love. Yes, she did. No, my the mother sh- didn't. Yeah. She showed us love and showed us how to show love to other people. Yes. Right. That was always the interesting thing about me is my mother, um, not for my entire childhood growing up, but for a good period, <coughs> was just my mother, my sister, and I. And then, you know, she married um, who, my dad, who I adopted his last name, David. And then they were together for five years and had Sean. And then after that, she'd been single ever since. Right. So being around women all the time and not actually having a father figure in the house 24-7, 365, will attune a man's senses a little bit more to how women think and feel and all that stuff as opposed to not having a man's perspective. Right. You know, my dad and I talked. And, you know, I asked him that, you know, I asked him some of the gripping questions growing up. Right. And, you know, he did the best he could, but it wasn't a daily thing or a weekly thing or even a monthly thing. You know, right. a couple times a year we'd sit down and go, Dad, what is this all about? You know, whether it's dating or whether it's sex or, you know, I didn't have a problem talking to my dad about any of that stuff. But my mother, I would talk to about it a lot. Now, when you talk to a woman, if you're a guy talking to a woman about relationships and sex like that, She's going to give the emotional feedback. Yes. Whereas a man's going to give you the respectful scenario. Yes. So, see, I got more of the emotional feedback from my mother, which probably made me, you know, the way it definitely made me the way I am, the empath. It's a lot more in tune to emotional things. So, you know, it's interesting you say that, though, because my parents were divorced for 14 years so from one from my when I was 10 till I was 24 they were divorced and so my dad wasn't around much wow I I didn't know that yeah it's they actually got back together and got remarried I think 24 or 25 whenever they got remarried I think it was 24 so they got remarried but yeah so for 14 years so i didn't have a father around. My mom never found somebody else, you know, or she didn't look. Maybe she just was still in love with my dad. Right. But, yeah, I mean, you know, so she, but she sacrificed everything to raise us kids, you know. Yep. So she taught us love and sacrifice, you know. And it took me a while to realize that because when you're, you know, late teens, early 20s, you're stupid. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> you are absolutely correct. <laughs> Let's just be honest, okay? What were they? We didn't think we were stupid at the time. We thought we were ten foot tall and bulletproof. Exactly. You know? Exactly. We knew the answer to every question. Exactly. But you know, you look back and you're like, "Damn, I was such an idiot." You know, it's so. It, but it's funny. Uh, but it's so true. It really is. You know, I look back and I made so many mistakes. You yes. know, but I will say this. I am who I am because of the mistakes. Yes. And so, you know, while there's some mistakes I wish I hadn't have made, you know, there's other mistakes that I'm glad I made because they taught me a lot. Yes. 
You That'd know. be interesting if we could go back. How far would you want to go back and start <clears throat> over? Ooh, I don't know if I want to start over. See, I know, but if you if you if you had the opportunity, and I'll give you my example, it's kind of funny. Okay, but I'd say I want to go back to when I was 16 years old. I don't know why I picked 16. I guess because I just started driving. Oh but no, would, that was that girl. It's, <laughs> uh, it's the girl. Actually, really, this is really funny because it wasn't. Okay. <clears throat> I want to go back to the time I was 16 years old and I would force my mother to move to Oregon right across the street from Bill Gates and I would be his best friend. Oh, Lord, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Because I mean, only in the IT field, who's, who's his, who was his right-hand man for 30 years? I don't know. Who? Oh, my God. That's just it. Nobody knows this guy, and he's worth billions of dollars. I know. He lives on a $200 million yacht. Okay. Paul Allen. Okay. His right-hand man for all those years, and nobody, he's hes never in the media. He never, you know, he was quiet, you know, laid back, didn't, you know. Just, yeah, sort of like Dan the Duncan. The reason he's in anything is in the Fortune 500, and when it comes to money, I mean, he didn't make a big deal about charity or anything like that. He was very, very off-the-radar kind of guy. Yeah, like Dan Duncan. Yes. Well, you know, he did. He started squaring off. He was on 60 Minutes or 2020 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but still, even then, he was very low profile. He didn't want yeah. to do that. If if you remember, I think his wife did all the talking. He was yeah. very low key. Yeah. And that see, that even goes to the business because you know how you see company trucks and they have their logo on the side of it? Yeah. None of our trucks do for enterprise. Yeah, I know. And you know why that is. Have, well, for lawsuit purposes, for one. Yep. Targeting. I think it's just the low key, yeah. The low key, uh the low key atmosphere that he wanted to maintain. Yes, yes. But part of it was targeting. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I mean they look like work trucks. So I mean, come on, people knew. <laughs> you know, I let's got just... a silver Chevy pickup. Oh. Not even good for you. I know. I like... <laughs> But yeah, so that's interesting that you talk about that. But yeah, you, you know, I here's the whole thing. If I went back though, and and this is what, something you have to think about. If you'd have done that and you moved up there, and you'd have been neighbors with Bill Gates, Nick and Andrew wouldn't have been born. How do you know? How do you know that destiny wasn't planned? That God had already a plan that I was going to have two kids, two boys. Regardless of the woman that I was with. Well, you're right. If you would have had an, another woman, but it wouldn't have been the same kids because it would have been different genes. No. You, you see my point. point. But the soul, you know, genes are physical. I know. But you, it's still, it, it's kind of, the, the kids would have been different. Not that you wouldn't have loved them the same. It's just you just never know, you know, because... Yeah. Here's the whole thing. If you'd have been with him, you know, you would have money grabber girls who are trying to get with you because they want your money and they don't want to have kids. You know, I don't know. It's just you never know how you never know what your life would have been like. It would have changed. Yes, it would have definitely drastically changed. Yes, exactly. Money would have been a huge factor in all that. Money doesn't make you happy, but yet it can. Money can make you comfortable. You yeah. surround yourself with the right people. That makes you happy. Well, and you don't let the money control you. 
Yes. You control it. Right. Well, it's you know, you've got multimillionaires. They live in a small home, you know, um, Warren Buffett. Yeah. He lives in his place in Kansas City. He was driving a old beat up Lexus for like 15 years. Right. And the guy's worth billions. Right. He wasn't about the money. He's about the job. Right. He well, loved what he did, and that's all he focused on. Right. No, I, I agree with you. But, I mean, it's, for me, I think it's we, people like me and you, we just want to not stress about money. Right. That is, I think, the biggest thing. It, because stressing about money, it happens with a lot of marriages. If people didn't have to stress about money, how many marriages would actually survive? So true. You know, thinking about that, you know, because that's a big problem. People stress about money all the time. You know, now granted, I will say there are some high maintenance women, and you know who you are, who are way too demanding and really need to be put in check. No offense. Just my opinion. But there are guys like that too. No, there are guys like that too. I won't disagree with you 100%. Narcissistic, self indulging. Yes, 100%. You know, um, you work hard, you make millions, you better take care of me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's, no, that's a, that's a fair that's, point. Okay, I'm I'm I didn't mean to bash on the 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 high maintenance women. I'm sorry. It's you're just bashing on high maintenance people. Yes. <laughs> sorry. But who would want to be high? You know, I don't know. I don't know if I would. What is the limit, though? No, Where's the comfortable part. Yeah, that's that's on an individual basis. Yes, their comfort level is different than my comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Not much different. I mean, you and I don't want billions of dollars. Mm. That's too much responsibility, too much stress, in my opinion. Yes. I, I always said that, give me $10 million. This was kind of like 10 years ago when right. I was you know, younger. Yeah. Give me $10 million, and I'll retire quietly, live a nice, comfortable life, You know, not even above the means that I'm living in now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I wouldn't have an RV at Bandera. I would have a nice little barn dominium, two-bedroom, two-bath. I wouldn't have no mansion with, you know, 600,000 acres. I wouldn't do any of that. Right. Well, you see, know? the problem is $10 million wouldn't get you very far right now because it costs like, what, a hundred grand to fill up a tank of gas right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, the gas station that I always go to is down 30 cents a gallon for diesel. Mm-hmm. Today, it oh. went down 30 a gallon. Wow, okay. Yeah. I paid $3.99 for gas. <sighs> yeah, for unleaded. Not for diesel, but unleaded. <laughs> I'm like... And see, if we're, we're freaking out over that. And I saw a TikTok video of a guy in Ireland, and he goes, you people in America need to shut up. Mm. He goes, you think gas is expensive? It's eight ninety five a gallon for regular gas in Ireland right now. I know. And United States is half the price of the rest of the world. I know. I don't just I I I don't disagree with his comment. But by the same token, we produce a lot. I mean, if you right. look at it, the chemical plants, the pipelines, you know, we have the infrastructure to make the gas that price. And that's the big difference, you know? Well, a year or two ago, the they were giving us millions of barrels. Give it actually 
paying us to get it off of their hands because they couldn't do anything with it. Yep. Yeah. That's why enterprise was doing so well right when COVID hit because, you know, people stopped moving around. Yep. And people stopped filling the tanks up every day like they used to or every week. And so everything slowed down. And then all that oil and gasoline that's coming over from overseas, it's still coming. Yep. And we're not, we're like, we, we, we can't take it. We don't have nowhere to put it. We, you know, yeah. we're, we're over our limit and they're going, oh, we'll just give it to you. And Enterprise <laughs> goes, hello, we'll take it. Yeah. We I got storage. At one point they were paying $57 a barrel for us. They were paying us $57 a barrel to take it. And we're talking 2 million barrels a ship. Yep. I don't know how many ships. Yeah. You know, but yeah, we just stored it in Mount Bellevue. Yep. And, you know, of course, now all that's, you know, gone. <laughs> exactly. Because everybody's like, all right, it's time to party. You know, fill my tank up three times this week because I went to this place and went and hung out with my friends. And now I'm back, and, you know. Well, but, you know, in defense of those people, after being shut down and trapped in their houses for a long time, spring fever or, oh, yeah. was insane, you know. So people were like, I got to get out. I got to get out. I got to get out. You know, they're just, they're dying. The mental health impact of COVID was really bad. So people had to get out. And so that's why, you know, we had that spike of gas usage is just way high because right. I mean, people just, they, they, they're tired of being trapped. Well, see you got being a Southern boy yourself, you moved up North for a few years. So you experienced what cabin fever more than we have it down here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cabin fever, not spring fever. Yes, well, cabin yeah, fever. Yeah. yeah, no, dude. Yeah, cabin fever is a real thing. Oh, did my you ever God. Get caught, I mean, how, did you ever get caught in the house where you were snowed in? Yes, but not often. Because right. I, I had a four-wheel drive truck. I mean, I, I drove in whiteouts and blizzards. Yeah. You know? That was... Yeah, five, was five and a half hours one way to do a 15-minute job. And then five and a half hours back home because I had to go the opposite way the next day. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. Because a control PC was locked out. They locked out the password and nobody could log into it. Well, that's critical. Yeah, that's major critical. So I had to go over there, hack the password, reset it, give them the new password. Yeah. And yeah. So I, I lived up in Cleveland. And they had a whiteout, and I was going to college, uh, community college I'd started up there. Right. Cuyahoga Community College. I don't forget. <laughs> I met a lot of friends up there. But I drove to the college when it, and didn't know it was closed, but it ended up being closed. And that I had so much fun. Really? Because I had a four-wheel drive truck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's I fair. didn't go over 20 miles an hour on the highway, and there was nobody out there. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, it's funny that you talk about that. I remember driving home from Chicago one time when I was living in Iowa. And I'm going, I had just, I had just come out of Chicago. It was about an hour and a half outside of Chicago. And I'm pulling up, and I see this police car on the side of the road. And I'm like, well, okay, maybe he's just, you know, kind of getting people to slow down. I see everybody tapping their brakes. No big deal. We're 20 feet or less from each other, okay? Going like 5, 10 miles an hour. And there, right. there is a cop car literally 
every 30, 40 feet. Wow. Okay. And after I saw the first uh, cop car, and this you'll understand this, after I saw the first cop car, it went wide out. And when I say it went wide out, I mean, I couldn't see the vehicle that was 20 feet in front of me. Man. And so essentially, you're just going down and you're just driving straight as hell. And every 40 feet, there's a cop car. So you know you're on the right path. But every 40 feet, you got another cop car. And that just for this stretch of whiteout, that's what they had. And it was maybe, it wasn't long, but it was this one spot where there were fields on each side. So there was no trees, no hills, no nothing. And it was just flat as hell. And so this one little spot was just, that snow was just blowing straight across. Wow. You couldn't see 20 feet in front of you. I am not lying. It was. That's cool. Yeah, but it's crazy because you're just sitting there like, okay, I'm in four-wheel drive. And at any moment, I'm going to have to pop the brakes because you know there's only, the person in front of you is 20 feet. You won't see them until you're five feet away from them. Right. And if they're stopped dead, you're not going to stop that quick. Well, that's why, well, at 10 miles an hour, I could stop that quick. Well, yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. You're going to slide if it's that, you know. Well, but that's the beauty of the four-wheel drive, too, is is you can really, it'll make a difference. It really does grip pretty well. Because the road, they treat it so well, you really don't slide much. But, yeah, you're still, it's, it's a close call. I won't disagree with you. Yeah. You know, so, but yeah, dude, I, I had plenty of crazy moments up north whenever, but yeah, cabin fever, really majorly a, a real thing, because, you know, my family, oh my gosh, they hated it, you know, you'd have times where you're snowed in, you know, and yeah, you can't go do much of anything, because it's, you can go to a restaurant, you know, people go to the mall to get out of the house, but but past that, it's like there's no green, there's no whatever, there's you know, <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> you know, and it's not pretty snow, except for when it falls. But right. after it falls, they have to snow plow it. So all it is is a bunch of dirt looking snow. It's ugly as hell. No offense. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I experienced it one summer of that in Cleveland, and um, I didn't have any kids or anything, so <laughs> yeah, you know, really wasn't too bad, but. Trying to entertain the kids when they're getting cabin fever. That's rough. Yeah, I yeah. can see how tough that would be. So, Ooh, yeah, respect, me. respect. It's, you know, it's very prominent thought process in my life and in my relationships now. Back in the day, I, you know, I just wanted to hang out and have fun and didn't worry about that. Oh, you're talking about when you were younger versus when you got older. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I, you know, I'd hang around with some, I'd hang around narcissistic people because they were fun. Yes. You know, we're always going, we're always doing something. We're always meeting new people, you know, and these people could, you know, they could charm the pants off of anybody anywhere at any time. You know, even me, buddy of mine that he'd have guys buying us drinks. Not, not to, you know, I know. Pick him up, take him back to the house or anything, but he was that charismatic. Yes. You first meet him, he's instantly your best friend. And then, you know, the next thing we know, we go to a sports bar to watch a ball game. 
and we're sitting at a table, it's just him and I walk in. We don't know anybody. Yeah. But before the first quarter's over, we're sitting at a table with 20 other guys that we don't even know, and somebody's just pitcher after pitcher after pitcher after beer, you know, and chips and salsa and, you know, that kind of stuff. Snacks. You, you, you know why they're doing that, right? No. Because he's probably going to attract all the women over, so they're basically trying to set themselves up to meet the extra, the leftovers. But he he was extremely good at that. Yeah. But you understand what I'm saying. It's not necessarily him that they're buying them for. They're buying it for the chance that one of the other girls is going to come over and they can pick up one of those girls. He's going to go pick up one of the girls that has five friends. Exactly. Yep. That, Why do you think I hung out with him for well, 10 years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, my God. <laughs> it's so funny because I can walk up to anybody anywhere at any time and start a conversation. Yes. And, you know, chit-chat, cut up, meet them, talk to them, but never get to the point of asking for the phone number. Or Now, this guy could walk into a bar and start up a conversation with a woman, and within 30 minutes, they disappear. Oh, yeah. Run out to the car, fool around, come back in. She goes her way, he goes his, and I'm just bumfuzzled. Going, how do you? You can't just walk up to a girl and go, "Hey, let's go to the car, and you can give me a beat." You know, it doesn't work that way. It's not that simple. Uh, actually, it's not. I'm telling you, let's try it. No, 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 I don't want to try it. Okay, and so you just walk up to a girl and go, "Hey, let's run out to the car and give me a BJ." What do you think is going to happen? Uh, she's going to probably slap me. Not even nine out of ten times. More like ninety-nine out of a hundred times. Well, but it also that one drunk girl well, that you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it also depends on if I'm showing all the time or not. <laughs> no, that's true. Because I did see a. a YouTube video one time where a girl walked up to random men on the street and says, hey, I think you're really attractive. I got a hotel room right here. Would you like to come up to my room and have sex? And she did 200. I'm sorry, not 100, 200. Okay. How many of those guys do you think said yes? 90% of them. More than that. Really? More like the 8%. Okay. Now, the guy did the same thing, but he only did a hundred. Yeah, this guy was cover of GQ magazine, good looking. Right. How many girls out of a hundred do you think said yes? Ten. Twenty-seven. Oh, okay. So, I know. I mean, I would think that if they did it nowadays, women are a lot more opted to go. Come on, let's go. It's no big deal. It's just sex. <laughs> You know, so uh, the only reason I I laughed earlier when you said that it, and I made the joke is because the funny thing is, is when I worked at Six Flags Astroworld, it was really easy to get numbers. I mean, I got probably 10, num- 10 numbers a day. Wow. You know, and there's no way I could talk to all these girls and, you know. And and they weren't solicited numbers. They were just numbers that I would get, you know. So it, it was very interesting. So you weren't asking for them? They just hand them to you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So What would you do? Walk around with your Johnson hanging out? <laughs> no, dude. I just, you, got, you know, I was what? 5'11", 
200 pounds, and I was tan as hell. Oh, yeah, because you're just working outside all the time. Exactly. So I look like a lifeguard all day long. Do you wear a Speedo? No. <laughs> I didn't work as a lifeguard. I look like a lifeguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but no, I actually, I worked, uh, well, you know the, the ride, Tidal Wave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I worked the Tidal Wave. So, of course, you know, freaking, yeah, I'm going to share something. You know, y'all can hate me, but. Oh, my God. The white T-shirt contest for that ride was insane. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm telling it all myself, folks. Well, see, Joey <coughs> Allo worked at a, at a water park, SeaWorld's water park, for about four or five years. Okay. And he would tell me, he goes, Nick, I have seen more butt, more crotch, more boobs. Yep. And man stuff. Parts. Yeah. Than I care to see in a lifetime. Yep. He said, I couldn't even surf, you know, the, the porn sites or whatever and see as much as I saw on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. I remember one time we had to stop because I was, it was me and a friend of mine. We walked over somewhere. This is when we were on break. And I'm not lying. We look over and there's this girl and this guy doing it on the planters, on the stone planters right there out in the front in public. And I remember my friend looks over and he's, he yells at the guy. He's like, dude, he says, this is where you bring your family, not make one. <laughs> good, good. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. It was hilarious. That guy just kind of, they gave us a nasty look. But, yeah, I think she was embarrassed as hell. He didn't care. But, oh, oh my God, yeah, she was, like, embarrassed as hell, of course, so she's covering up. Oh, it was funny as hell, though. Uh, that was our famous line because, you know, it got used a lot. You would wow. be surprised how many times that line was used in, what, eight, nine years I worked there? That's crazy. I know. I know. So, but yeah. Now, if it was an adult, you know, there were no kids there. Go do what you want. I don't care. Nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. But this is yeah. a theme park. Family. Yeah. Theme park people, you know. I mean, come on. So yeah, no, it, it was that was it was a crazy situation, but yeah. Oh Lord, yeah. So I worked, yeah, I worked Tidal Wave for almost a year, and yeah, dude, it, it was just crazy how many people just came through there and just just the amount of whatever, you know. Forget that their top fell off and all that, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they, yeah. You had women who actually did, did pull their tops up when they went through roller coaster pictures because they always knew where the pictures were happening, right? And so they'd pull their tops up, and of course, if if it goes through and the people who are processing the pictures see it, they immediately call security, right? You know, you're not going to get that picture. Why are you? What, what the hell's up with this, people? Come on. So showing their rebel side. Yeah, something like that. So let's get back to the guy and the girl at the planner. So was he showing her love and she showing him respect? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's what it sounds like. He wanted some, and she respected him enough to give him some, so he's going to show her the love by, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so... so <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if he was showing her love, but he was showing her something. That's right. And they weren't respecting anyone because I don't think either one of them were over 18. 
You're kidding. No. See, I'm thinking this, you know, mid-age couple that, you know. No, no. We're talking underage kids here. Oh, geez. Yeah. You know, it's one of those situations like, I don't need to be seeing this girl. You're, you know, what the freaking hell's wrong with you? So after that, did she give you her number? No. Ah. No, that's funny, but no. Would have been funny. No. Dude, I don't, yeah, no. That's, 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 that would have been narcissistic to the nth degree. Yeah, I know. Dude, no, no, no. No. Yeah. So, but that was, that was an interesting time. But yeah, the respect, yeah, that was, that, the respect there is, yeah. I, I think, you know, nobody had respect when, if you worked at Six Flags, <laughs> at least I didn't see it. People well, were. It was, that was the part, that's a place to party. Yes. Not like drink party, but whatever the case may be, if you're underage, you're, you're loving it. You're riding roller coasters. There's lots of people there. Yes. You know, everybody's in, engaging, standing in lines and getting to talking back and forth. Right. But yeah, it's exciting. No, it is. Yes, exactly. Um, but, you know, even the employees, it's, you know, there was a lot of just craziness going on, you know. But you know that. You were water skiing for theme parks. You know. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so... There was. Saw a lot of it myself, you know. <laughs> when we went to Germany, when they opened up a theme park in Germany, you know, nudity there is not as, it's not a no-no. Yes. So when the people would fill the stadium up, if the stadium was full, people would line the, the lake that we were skiing in to watch the show. Right. Well, they would have a husband and wife and their two kids, you know, three, four, five, eight, ten years old, and the mother would get naked with the kids and get in the water. Uh, okay. Happened all the time. Really? And no, nobody said a word. It wasn't just like one, you know. Yeah, no. One time a guy did, and security went over there and just asked him to put his underwear back on. Right. That was it. So the dad had to wear underwear, but the mom and the kids were naked, all of it. What like was it was the, nothing. What was the difference, though? Why the guy... I think if he would have achieved greatness in, you know, around, I think that's what their point was. Oh, okay. They wanted him to keep, you know, the monster from. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what is it, the purple Peter or whatever? <laughs> Abigail, what did she say? <laughs> yeah, I forgot what she called it, but it was funny as hell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway. But, yeah, no, that's, but see, that's, the whole thing is, is in their society. They, it's a different kind of respect. It is. You turn the TV on in Europe, and then they'll put up a soap commercial, and they will show full frontal nudity. Right. On regular television. Right. I know. I know. Magazines. It's it's no big deal. It's the the respect for you know. I would say almost the respect for men and women is greater, because it's not as big a deal. Right. Maybe they're desensitized to the nudity of everything that's going on. Well, to that principle you just said, it's a big deal if you make it a big deal. Don't yeah. make a mountain out of a molehill. Right. It's you know. Right, but the whole thing is, is you know, is is the respect and love, and this is the challenge, is is in Europe is the respect and love greater. 
because if you can see full frontal nudity and it's no big deal and you know so then you're not as tempted when somebody kind of you know cozies up to you you're like oh yeah i see this on tv i'm going to yeah, go right. home i'm going to go home with my wife you know right. it, it, it so that it makes you wonder if that respect and love is not a little less challenged i guess right. is is a way to put it makes sense <clears throat> you know because they do you go to the fridge they're all about love right yes that's so. true yeah, that's a good point so you know it's something to think about you know I, i'm not saying that we need to have full frontal movie on tv i'm just saying that it's something to consider you know right it's you know it would take decades to desensitize america to things like that oh yeah yeah no, I, I don't disagree generations. with you. Generations. You'd have to go through a couple, three generations. Right. Well, and that's the conservative view, you know, is very strong. So, you know, it's a, it's a little different. And so it would be interesting for me to talk to some Christians who live there and how they deal with it. Oh, yeah. Good call. You know, I mean, because that's the whole thing. It's a big, you know, that's a... That's a big thing for Christians here. Nudity is bad. So how do the European Christians deal with it? That's a good question. And so, you know, because you've got to think they live in that every day. So how do they, how do they, you know? And so that's, that's just something you can think about to yourself, you know, but it, it just would be very interesting for me. Well, if we have any European Christians listen, send us an email. Let us know how you think. Yeah, I know. that's a good point. There you go. Yeah, if any of our fans actually have some friends in Europe and, you know, they, they can answer the question, hey, you know, send it to us. We'd love to know because, you know, we'll post it on Facebook, too. Just, you yeah. know, we're, we're just kind of curious. How do the Christians in Europe handle the nudity and everything? Are they desensitized, too? You know, what what's is it more protected? You know, because it's. That's a very interesting question. Never thought about it until just now. That's right. Didn't. You know, we're so caught up in our culture and trying to keep, you know, our our focus on the way life is. And we got enough, you know, demons and, and angels that we're arguing with. Yeah. So I wouldn't have thought of it. Would have never thought of it. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's the whole thing is we're always trying to learn cultures. Like, I'm always fascinated with, like, the Japanese culture. You know, and for them, it's a little different, too. You know, if you ever watch anime, anime is normal anime for them is adult anime for us. Wow. Right. Yes. You know, if you think about it, it's it's really crazy because, you know, whenever it gets ported ported over here, it's like literally it gets tagged with for mature audiences. You know, so, you know, I don't I don't know. It'd be interesting. So it just different cultures and how they see respect and love and how that's managed. You know, I, I would like to hear some of that. So if anybody out there has anything to share on that respect and love, not just with the American point of view, but, you know, maybe some other cultures point of view. We ought to get and redo this as a part two and have a woman's perspective. I don't think it's going to be different. Oh, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, because of the way we, the way men think, as opposed to you know the women are from Venus, men and Mars, or men and Mars. How's that that book? 
Okay, I could how we how we do the different thought process in love and relationships and things like that is a it's it's different. Okay, so do you want us to go conservative point of view or just point of view? Oh, point of view, throw down. Oh, you want worldly point of view? Well, if if I could, I mean, but you know, yeah. The only reason I was saying I was asking is, you know, we've got a couple of different people we can ask. We can always ask Abigail, but if we right. want to try something different, we could go with Crystal. Crystal's a little right. more conservative. Um, anyone in your life that you would want to ask? I mean, Jerry. Ooh, that'd be a good one. You know, yeah. because that's a little oh, different yeah. personality, different attitude, different point of view. Right. So true. You know, so that would be another good one. So, you know, we could talk about this. But, you know, folks, yeah, share, share with us, you know, what you think. Send, send me a, an email. Let us know. You know, but, uh, you know, I think we good episode today. Yeah. Was. I like that. See, I like talking about relationships and emotions, respect, integrity, trust, honesty, loyalty, all. I, you know, I could talk about that un- until I'm blue in the face and listen to psychologists talk about how relationships can and will work or won't work and what's happening. And <coughs> how, you know. yeah, I, I did see a TikTok the other day about what is love? Huh. The guy explained, you know, when people start dating, you know, everything's heightened. It's all new. It's exciting. Everything's yeah. heightened. Yes. You know, going out, partying, having a good time. When that levels off, that's when you determine whether you're really in love with the person that you're with. Right. And, of course, that determination is whether you get to a point when you're in the dating world that when that starts fizzling out, you're like, I need that again. I need to go get that again. Because all you've been doing is dating. Yeah. You know, and you... Avoid the red flags. The small, you know, if they're small, yeah. If big red flags, you kick them to the curb. But if they're small red flags, when they, st- you're like, oh, I can deal with that. All I can right. deal with. Well, that. more of a yellow flag, you would call it. More of a yeah. yellow. You yeah. Know, it's just like, okay, proceed with caution. Yeah. Yeah. But then after a while, you're like, okay, I was able to handle it back then. I am not able to handle it now. Exactly. And then you try to explain that to him. Say, look, this thing that you do, I could handle it for a while, but I can't handle it anymore. Now you're trying to change that person. Yep. And now that's where it, it just starts. You, the wheels start falling off the rail. Yep. You know? Yep. No, because I agree. She, then that person's going to go, well, you, you know, you pick your nose in public and it really bothers me. You know, whatever it is. Right. 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 And, and then you go, well, <laughs> that's who I am. Deal with it. You know, and then that's where those arguments come in, and it's like, and I was like, wow. I mean, of course, he didn't say it like that. He was right. very articulate in the three minutes that I listened to it, because right. it was a TikTok video, but it, he did talk about what is love. Yeah. So, well, the one of the things I was going to say about this episode that I really liked, a lot of our fans sometimes don't like to, don't like our episodes because we talk about dating a lot. This one we've actually talked about not just dating, but relationships and in general. Right. You know, and I think that that was, that's why I like this one a lot is because we really, we covered a whole gamut of information. You know, we 
side railed it a little bit, made some jokes, but I mean, I think we, you know, we we really hit on something I think was really good for everyone. Yes. And the one thing that I want to put in this before we, before we end it is I never really realized until I got older that being in a relationship, even if you're crazy in love with that person, it's still hard work. Yes. Daily. Yeah. I actually, so it's funny you say that. I'm going to share this one and then we'll wrap up. But I actually saw it was really funny. There was this girl, another TikTok video. Yeah, folks, I know I'm horrible. So uh, I, <laughs> well, I, we did TikTok this week. So yeah, Nick, Nick's actually, you know, been showing me some TikTok. So I've gotten a little hooked on some of them. They're, they're a little interesting. I've saw some really good, um, what do they call it? Um, not duets. But there was a couple of them where, you know, you've got some Christian songs. People are kind of, it's not their voice. They're, they're uh, lip syncing. Sorry. Right. Yeah. So and there's been some really nice ones. It, it exposed me to some songs that I didn't know existed. And they're really nice. So it's been really cool. But I saw this one where this girl, okay, where was I? I got sidetracked. The girl was talking about, oh, crap. Uh, now I got myself sidetracked talking about the lip syncing and our TikTok stuff. Um, While you're looking for that and doing that, yeah. I get excited when I do the tick, watching the TikToks of the women that are trying to let the world know that men are sensitive and emotional also. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I, I remember now. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, so essentially what this girl was talking about is she said um, men will not stay forever, especially good men. And I was like, oh, uh, okay, that's interesting. And then she went on to explain, and she said good men can only take so much of being treated badly. Yes. And then that's it. They can't take any more. So if you have a good man, you need to treat him with respect. Yep. And so it was an interesting comment because it's, it goes this both ways, though. If you have a good woman, she can only take so much. Yes. And if you don't treat her right, you know, you're going to have, you're going to have problems. She's not going to put up with it forever, you know? Yep. And if she does, I mean, I, I feel sorry for her, I guess. I don't know how to respond to that. She's way better person than I am. But, you know, a good man and a good woman, you can't expect them to be patient or to just sit there and take it forever. You can only turn the other cheek so much. Men need to feel wanted. Yes. And that's part of respect. Yeah. So that's why I say it's a daily, it's a daily deal. And that's what I love about the five love languages is once you start understanding with somebody or married with whatever, as long as you know, their love language, I was married for 20 years. I didn't find out what her love language was until geez, we were seven, eight years into the marriage. And then I realized, you know, uh, acts of service 
was how she felt loved. Right. So that means I had to get my fat butt off the couch. Yep. And go clean the kitchen or mop the floors or do the laundry. Well, I wasn't allowed to do the laundry because well, I wasn't good at it. <laughs> well, see, but, that's it's funny. You know, what was it? Uh, she uh, Abigail's whole thing from the euphemism is real men eat dinner rolls. But, you know, real men do laundry. But let's just, yes. you know, come on. Let's be honest here, folks. You know, I don't care if your woman likes acts of service or not. I guarantee you, if you do the laundry and you do it halfway right, she's she's gonna be like, "That's it," you know. I, I've you know, my wife of twenty years would not let me touch the washing machine, the quote the washing machine. Why? Well, not touch it because it, it had to be done her way. Okay. And I respected that. Right. But then she would get mad that I weren't, you know, wasn't doing all that I needed to do. And I'm like, I'll go do laundry. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. You know, well, the kitchen's clean and the floors are clean and, you know, I vacuumed the carpets and the bedrooms and the sheets are changed on the beds and the kids and all this laundry sitting in there and you're tired. Let me do it. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, yes, it is. I said, how about if I do show me how to do it? Teach me how to do the laundry. Oh, yeah, I know, right? You no. Know? And several times she That's would funny. teach me how to do the laundry, and it was different every time. Really? Yes. See, it's, you could have just did the kids' laundry, not even her laundry. Yeah. Yeah, because the kids ain't that separate, hard. Yeah, separate your clothes. You do your one load or two. I'll do the other 15 loads. We'll be good. She's got three loads, dude. That was your first mistake. See, there you have it. See? Yeah, there you, there you go. That was a whole purpose of child support and loss of hair. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, let me take a drink. Oh, my God. And it's really funny because I'll bet you anything, if my ex listened to this podcast and heard that, she would crack up and go, he's right. The boy does not know how to do laundry. Oh, that's funny. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, I, hey, my clothes are clean. I mean... Uh, you know, I don't. I don't go out funky, and you know, I know. I, I know. do my laundry. You know, we all, everybody. I guess everybody's got a way to do it. You I, know, I actually do have three loads every weekend. Yeah, uh, with the kids. No, or just you? Just me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you do. I, I for a while when I first became single, I just threw everything in there. Oh no, and I'd fill it to the brim. And it didn't matter whether it was socks or underwear, jeans, shirt, button downs, dress shirts, sweatshirt, all of it. Boom, yeah. put it in there. Cold water, put some stuff and move on. Oh. So for I'm, me, I'm, I'm a little different now. Okay, good for you. For me, yeah. I do. Well, now actually, if you count my jeans, it's four loads. But so I do all my shirts one load. Okay. Yep. Okay. I do all my. Pants minus jeans, my socks and my underwear are all the second load. Okay. Okay. I do all my towels separately. Okay. Okay. I mean, you, dude, you go to work five days a week. You better have five dirty towels that you, you know. So I use a new towel every time. So, okay. Yeah. So, you I know. don't. Oh. One towel a week. Oh, okay. Yes. Interesting. I've yep. heard mixed reviews on that one. Yeah. I think everybody's got a little different yeah. you know, doing things. Like, oh. I'll wear the same pair because I wear jeans to work. Yeah. 
And occasionally I'll put on my blues, take my jeans off, put my blues on and go out in the field. But I'll wear the same pair of jeans for the entire week unless I go out into the field somewhere and get really dirty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. If I'm sitting in my office for the entire week, I'll wear the same pair of jeans for the entire week. Okay. So. No big deal. And I do jeans and towels together. I do sweats and pullovers and stuff like that, you know, yeah. uh, hoodies. Yeah. With with underwear and socks and then dress shirts. So yeah. There's my three loads. Right. So, and then Gabe, I have two loads. So I do all his clothes in one load and all his towels in another load. And so, now he doesn't go through as many towels, but he, you know, he, generally what I'll do is I'll, he'll do, I'll do towels every other week for him. Right. You know, but he, actually on his laundry, sometimes it's every other week. That boy has so many clothes, it's ridiculous. Spoiled rotten. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. His mom, his grandmother, his dad. Yeah. What the hell? I know, right? Exactly. How do we get on laundry? I know, Let's right? Get back to love and respect. But that's part of it. No, it, it is. Really is part of it. Isn't this an off the cuff episode? Planet. Yeah. I don't know a woman on this planet that wouldn't respect a man for doing laundry, even if he did it poorly. As long as he the didn't mess up her bras. That's one of those phrases where I want you to do the dishes. Well, I don't want to do the dishes. Well, why didn't you just ask me to do that? I shouldn't have to ask you to do the dishes. Right. That Jennifer Aniston movie or whatever it was. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, uh, no, because the person, this actually happened to me. I don't remember how many years ago, but I said, the reason that I don't do the dishes is because once I do the, like, if I load the dishwasher, you're going to come behind me and reload it the way you want it. Right. You know, so, and even if that person taught me and I watched her yeah. load the dishwasher, so the next time I did the best I could to load it just like she did, and of course she went in and restructured it, well, first off, it was my fault for dating somebody that was that controlling. So <laughs> yeah. Everything that I would do, if I folded <laughs> towels, she would dump them on the floor and refold them. I'm like, they look exactly the way I did them. No, your corners were, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh. No. Okay, so I can't say anything on that because I actually am pretty on my towels. I fold my towels, and, and I don't let anybody else fold my towels. But I will tell you, it's really funny. I actually met a girl that was our lady that was perfect for me when it came to laundry and dishes. Okay. Did she let you do them? <laughs> no. Oh, the thing I hate to do the most, the thing I just despise the most about cleaning is washing dishes. Okay. okay. That is my torture. That is my, oh my God, I hate this. You know, I really don't want to do this. Yada, yada, yada. Her torture was laundry. And I don't mind doing laundry and folding laundry. But she didn't mind doing dishes. Wow, that's a good one, yeah. Yeah, so she would do the dishes all the time, and I would do the laundry. I'm like, dude, this is like a batch. Like, come on, how, how many chances do I get on this situation? You know, right. I'll even wash your bras and hang them up so I don't have to do dishes. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it sounds funny, and it sounds a little corny, but, oh, my God, you don't know how much I hate doing dishes, so. 
painting. My big deal is paint. I hate painting. Really? Like repainting the bedrooms or the um, house. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. If it, if it, I it. have help and I can do it in a day and get done with, it doesn't bother me. I agree. So if I'm dating somebody and we're at their apartment or their house or at my house, or whatever, and we decide we're going to repaint a room, yeah. if we're doing it together, I love it. That's the because key, though. That's exactly right. It's not the painting. I don't focus on the fact that I hate the painting. I focus on the fact that we're doing it together. Yes. So that's more exciting and emotionally exciting for me. So screw the fact that I don't like painting. Let's go, you know. Well, and see, do something together. You know, and that's the funny thing. And I'll, I'll say this. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I'm still looking for that person. is because there are so many things that I love to do. But I only like to do them with somebody else. Yes. There are a lot of things that I will not do solo. I, it just does not interest me. But I love to do them when I'm doing them with somebody else. Right. You know, so... You know, gardening is a good example of that. I love to garden, but I don't like to garden solo. Wow. So I actually like building a raised bed, filling it up with dirt, letting her come in, plant all the seeds, and then we both take turns watering and watching it grow. But right. the point is, is it's, you know, it's uh, for me... You know, I do my part. She does her part. The point is, is it's a group effort. Right. You know, and, the, and you know, but if, if say, for example, one day I'm tired, I've had a long day at work, and I just don't feel like going out and watering the plants, she can't. One right. day she comes home and she's tired and she doesn't feel like I can, you know. You know, it's struggle on the days where we both come home and we're both tired and don't feel like watering yeah. the plants. But you both know it. You're both aware of what needs to be done so you can help each other in that aspect. Yeah. Exactly. And that's where I say there are a lot of things that I like to do, but only with somebody else. I hate walking. I, I don't <laughs> like to walk in public. Going to a park and just walking just by myself? I no. Know. Yeah, neither. No. But see, if you remember, as kids, dude, we'd walk for miles with our friends because we're sitting there talking and goofing off. We're not thinking about the walk. When we get older, we're walking for our health. Yes, but if you were actually walking with a friend or walking with someone you were trying to get to know or dating or anything like that, it changes things. You know what? Maybe we should get portable podcasting stuff and you and I will start exercising and doing our podcast. Uh, okay. <laughs> You realize that's going to add about 20, 30 pounds per backpack, you know? Yeah, but you're going to have to carry my stuff because I, I got a bad shoulder. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Y'all hear this, folks? I can't, I, I can't put all that stuff and a drink in my hand and walk, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, I, you got to carry the Yeah, you got to carry the beer. And yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Smoke in one hand and beer in the other. And Jay's wearing the microphone with a, with a boomstick. Anyway, yeah, for me, yeah, yeah, with a fifty-pound backpack on the back. Yeah, there you go. go. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, sure. We were going to kill this podcast like thirty minutes ago. That was great. I don't know what you're talking about. 
we were talking about send us but we we started to go down yeah we did we did we just kind of got off track i know you're right that's awesome that's awesome but that's the point of the off the cuff it's supposed to just go as it goes so well you and i haven't actually sat down and just bs'd in a while so it's been good we we had a lot of catching up to do and i love doing this because we do have similar points of view but sometimes they're a little different and that's when it gets exciting for me because when your point of view is different from mine, I learned something, you learned something about just life in general, how people live. Yes, you know? yes. But, you know, it's funny. We, you, we were talking the example I would share with people, and this is a good example of what you just said. You're talking about Germany and how they look at things. And then I asked the question, well, how do Christians handle it? It's like, you know, we never thought of it that way. And it's just like, but if you don't actually talk to each other and, you know, have these conversations, and that goes back to respect and love. If you love your wife, you love your significant other, you know, the woman, you're going to listen to her. But by the same token, if she respects you, she's going to do the same. Yes. You know, none of this, blah, 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 and... Hey, you need to listen to me, and oh, you need to be scared because you just said something wrong. No offense, woman, but it goes both ways. It does so, men and women because men get get hurt too. Yes, and so I, I will always t- had this great thing, and and I I've done this my whole life. You get home from work, you get thirty minutes to talk about work. I get thirty minutes to talk about work, and then we're done. Yeah, you know, thirty minutes is a long time, but if she gets two hours and you don't get any. Or he gets two hours, you know, that kind of thing. That's not fair. That's disrespect. Yes, it is. So, well, folks, I don't have anything else on this episode. Um, we, we're going to bring you some more off the cuff, so we'll have some more fun with it. We'll uh, definitely, you know, it's funny. The beauty of these episodes, we don't plan these out. It's literally like, and I think it was an hour before this episode, I actually saw that video, and I'm like, ooh, that's a good one. We need to talk about that. And so, well, we talked today. Yeah. And you said, you said, hey, we're just going to do an off cuff tonight. And I said, okay. And I, he said, you said, do you have any ideas? And I'm like, not off the top of my head, but I'll think of something. I mean, just, and then you said, oh, okay. Well, because I don't really don't have anything. And that was at two o'clock today. Yep. Yeah. So just yeah. a couple hours ago. Yeah. So, yeah. No, and, and these are my favorite. These are my favorite when we start, when we just kind of get off on a rant like this. It's really good. No, I agree. I agree. You know, it, it's like you said, it's the off the cuff. It's completely just rando conversations about, you know, what we saw, what we experienced and how they apply to life. So I agree right. with you, you know, and folks, we would like your feedback, you know, on these, these off the cuff episodes. What do you guys think? You know? Or how do you do your laundry? That'd be a good one. Oh, there you go. I mean, think about how everybody, everybody does it different. Or, or okay, this or that. Laundry or this dishes. Or <laughs> you, you know, come on, people. What's, what's, what's the answer? Which one would you prefer or which one do you hate the most? Dishes or laundry. Yes, this or that. Dishes or laundry. So there you go, Abigail. That's for you, too. <laughs> right? Dishes or laundry. Oh, you know, she's going to have an opinion. I know. So <laughs> other than that, really, folks, though, we really do appreciate all your, uh, you know, fan support. And we do want to hear back from you. So especially on these off the cuff, let us know. 
You know, we have fun making them. I think they're a little more personal. Yes. You know, so, um, you know, of course, you know, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, just search for JTalk. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're always looking for feedback, you know, and, and if you just want to join in on the conversation, Abigail really would love uh, to, to talk to some of you folks, too, because she's hilarious. Yeah, she's been doing uh, some TikTok videos herself, so it's been very interesting. Yeah, so, she's been getting a lot of hits, too, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. So it, it's, uh, you know, we, we, we're so glad she came on the show. It was a lot of fun having her. So there is. Other than that, folks, uh, any last words for the fans? Nope. Just want to say I love you, brother. Had a good time tonight. Love and respect. Love you love too, man. So um, I did. I had a great time as well. And, you know, from all of us at the J Talk crew, keep following, keep listening.